what do you do if there's a long pause? Hello, welcome to Podwell, the podcast that answers your questions about podcasting. I'm Terry Lydon, Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Rivet360, and I am here to ask our experts your questions. This question we have gotten from a lot of our podcast hosts. How do you handle a long silence during a recording? I've asked Jesse Patend, one of our podcast producers, to answer this question for us. Jesse, what's your advice on handling long pauses? What do you do if you're in the middle of a recording and the guest just goes silent? The first piece of advice I would give to anybody who is going to do an interview and concerned about radio silence is to just sort of try and get comfortable with it. I think that our perception of time is totally influenced by our uh, adrenaline and, you know, our perception of everything else that's going around us. So I certainly have been in the situation where when I'm doing an interview, sometimes two hours feels like a very short amount of time. Sometimes a minute feels like an eternity. So you're going to put a lot of your focus and attention into making sure that the interview goes well. And sometimes that can make even momentary slip-ups, ums, ahs, things that ultimately aren't that big a deal, feel like much bigger deals than they really are. So if you run into a situation where somebody is pausing and needs help, one thing you could do is maybe give a suggestion, oh, did you mean this, to help move the conversation along? I think, you know, just to like take a step back, let's talk about like when we say a pause, I'm not talking about a situation where someone goes, hold on. Uh, yeah, so what I meant to say is like that's that to me is 100% just a normal part of conversing. And if we want a podcast that doesn't have those, we're either going to need media training or some editing because all of us have changes of track as we're talking uh, mid-sentence, you know, leaps of logic, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, uh, you know, number one, if you're running into a situation of a lot of, of dead air, long pauses, maybe awkward exchanges, take a step back and diagnose what's going on. Okay, Jesse, let's go over a few examples. One is when someone is asked a question, and you, you kind of alluded to this just now, and they have to take a moment to formulate their answer. And so that's something I think leaving that pause in the recording allows the audience to also be part of the conversation rather than have it seem that, of course, there's a perfectly formulated answer to every single question. Sure. And as an editor, I think this is where you get to be a little bit of an artist or a director or a cinematographer. You know, think about this in a little bit of a storytelling artistic sense. It's all about context. And if you ask someone, do you love your mom? And they sit there and they think about it and they go, yeah, you might want to leave that pause in because it might mean something. You know what I'm saying? And, and someone got a text message and they look down and they check their phone and then they look back at you and then they said, oh, yeah, I love my mom. You know, there's less meaning to that pause. So another scenario, if you had spoken with a guest and expected to get a certain conversation going that you were going to have as part of the podcast. And then during the recording, the guest for some reason was not forthcoming with their answers. 
how would you deal with that? So now you have like a, a disparity between what you were expecting and what you're getting. Totally. So this one is actually kind of a tricky situation. And one you'll probably run into somewhat often where you're trying to perhaps trigger a specific anecdote that you read about in a news story, let's say. I think sometimes the easiest way to do that is to say, so I read about this story where you did so and so and so and tell the person exactly what you want from them. Let's say, for the sake of dramatic purposes, I want to begin my podcast with what I know is the most climactic moment in a person's life. And I want that to come up organically. I might say, so let's begin this interview. I want to hear about the story of when you got kicked out of your house. Tell me about the hardest day in your life. Or tell me the night that you realized that you could depend on yourself. You know, sometimes I might want to ask that question in a way that elicits that story. But let's flesh that out beforehand because it can be a little confusing, like your grand vision to the guest. So I have a third scenario, and this one's much more just, it's almost like logistics. So we have run into an issue a couple of times where the guest has been told by their company or their organization's legal group that they're not allowed to talk about specific topics. When you have a guest say something that could derail the host and basically say, no, we can't talk about that, do you recommend the host pause the recording or go ahead? Or how, how would you uh, recommend the host just handle a situation when the guest straight up says, I cannot talk about that? That seems like a situation that you need to diagnose what your purpose is with the interview. If you are a journalist, that's not your responsibility. And you should ask the question and they should say, I can't talk about that because that's relevant, interesting information. You should always ask the question probably. And then deal with the outcome later because a lot of times most companies will have a line and what they'll kind of say beforehand is you know so i can go into the like blockchain stuff but i'm gonna have to this is the extent to which i'll be able to talk about that or i might have to tell you no comment and that's great so you can negotiate sensitivities beforehand in general you should respect the agreements that you have um in which case you know i i would say like don't tell people something is off the table if you're going to ask about it Absolutely. If they don't want to touch on a specific topic, you as the host need to know that prior to the interview so that you make sure that everybody's comfortable. Anything else you want to say? Um, like in-person interviews in general are a lot less awkward. There's so much more eye contact and a lot of the the silence that might exist within that interview is filled by looks and motions and that distracts your brain you're not just thinking about the sound you're interacting with another human being so it's extremely different when you start doing zoom phone call digital and you know any kind of like virtual meeting interview scenario and i don't know the only other thing i was just going to say is that but there's a lot of crossover between being a lawyer and being an interviewer you're ultimately there for the same essential purpose, which is to create a narrative and to have that narrative be like easily understandable to a jury that's going to condemn your guest. So Condemn your um, guest. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the life of your guest is in your hands. No, um, what I'm saying is like a couple of rules that I think apply to lawyers apply to you. You can ask your question twice. 
try again if you don't get the answer that you wanted. And that might take away some confusion that your guests might have about what you're looking for or why you're asking something. Do you have any questions for our podcast experts? If you do, send me an email to podwell at rivet360.com. And until next time, pod well. It's almost like a lie detector test also. Set them at ease. <laughs> Not that I've ever taken one, but you know, that's what that that's what the TV show show. Everything they show on TV. Is-